Peace, brothers and sisters. Today we'll begin a new series. Our topic will be a new humanity. We'll be talking about a new life with new guidelines, with new relationships. The title for today's message is Heard the Truth, Believed in Christ, and Received the Seal. Our passage will be found in Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 3 to 14. Ephesians is not an easy book. Because inside has a lot of mysteries. Such as chapter 1 verse 9. He talks about the mystery of God's will. Or chapter 3 verse 3. The mystery of the gospel. Or chapter 5 32. The Great Mystery. Brother Watchman Lee talked about three Chinese characters. Sit, walk, and stand. Sit in the heavens, walk on earth, and stand against the demons. Sitting in heaven represents our new position. We are now seated with Christ in heaven. Walking on earth represents our life here on earth. We are the salt and light of this world. In standing against the demons, it means that we have to stand against the evil and be victorious in spiritual warfare. So, so Ephesians talks about the warfare in heaven and on earth. So I will use this paradigm, a new life with new guidelines and new relationships to talk Kine, about the book of Ephesians. And today our title for this message is Heard the Truth, Believe in Christ, and Receive the Seal. And this could be found in 13 verses. Let's look at verse 13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. From verses 3 to 14, this carries an important message that is quite difficult to understand. It's hard to understand because in the Greek, this is just but one sentence. But let us come, come together and study this passage so that we can have an impression. I'll be reading the passage. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. 
In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are, in, who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Do you understand what this passage is saying? It seems clear, but not at the same time. Because the contents are too profound. Today, I'll be explaining this passage for you to understand. Think about going to a, to a room, but with a locked door. How do we go in the room? We need the key to open the locked door. To explain this passage, we need two keys. In verse 3 and verse 13, these two verses represent two keys. The first one is verse 3. Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Focus on the last few words, every spiritual blessings in Christ. Later on in verses 4 to 12, these nine verses explain what are these spiritual blessings we have. So, so we can explain it in this way. That verses 4 to 12 are is a detailed explanation of verse 3. How about the second key? It's in verse 13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. When you read the Bible, we have to be very careful. In verses 4 to 12, Paul uses a pronoun, we. This word we appears 12 times. 
But on verse 13, He now uses you. The you represents the people who are in Ephesus. He said, you have already received these spiritual blessings. So, so from verses 4 to 12, God has prepared various spiritual blessings for His people in the heavenly realm. In verse 13, how we can have these spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm. So today I'll talk about two things. The first, the first, the various spiritual blessings. Daily. The second, the way to receive these spiritual blessings. Let's look at the first one. The various spiritual blessings. Now, these nine verses mention five types of blessings. It does not mean that there's only five spiritual blessings. But these five blessings are mentioned because they have something to do with our salvation. The first one. The blessing of being chosen by God. Verse 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Before the creation of the world. He has already chosen us in Christ. What does before of the creation of the world mean? He said there was not yet a world. No humans yet. Man has not yet sinned. God has already chosen you. So please remember. Salvation is not a remedy. Because before man had sinned, salvation had been prepared. Such as now we're facing the pandemic. Ah, before COVID-19, it's as if before the pandemic even begun, there was already a vaccine prepared. In the Bible, there is in Esther 3, in Esther 3, there's a villain named Haman. He wanted to kill all the Jews. But in Esther 2, Queen Esther had already been established in a palace. God had already prepared salvation for them. God had already predestined us. And He has already chosen us in Christ. Not that we could choose God. But He is the one who chooses us. And He is the one that makes us holy and blameless in His sight. This is the first blessing. The second blessing. It is the blessing of sonship. Verse 5. In love, he predestined us for the adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. 
上帝拣选咱，唔是好咱做伊个仆人。God's desire for us is not for us to become His servants。上帝爱咱做伊个仆人。But for us to be His children。仆人是生命嘅关系。Children is something to do with relationship。是讲到听嘅关系。It talks about a loving relationship。所以先讲，因为听咱。So it is because He loved us。你知父母对囡仔听真特别。A parent's love for their children is quite different. There's a saying in Chinese. You will only appreciate the depth of your parents' love once you have your own children. It means once you have your own children, you will understand how much your own parents loved you. Some children would complain. My parents do not understand me. They do not care for me. They do not want to understand me. But how many children understand the hearts of their parents? But do you know one thing? If a child is sick, a parent will not forsake their child. No matter how much money they have to spend, no parent would leave their child behind. But there are times when parents are sick. Some children will just abandon them. But we should not be disappointed because we are of God. We have a heavenly father. He will not forsake us. And this is the, second, this is the second blessing that he gives us. And our third blessing it is a blessing of forgiveness for sins. Let's look at verse 7. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Our sins are forgiven. This is our greatest blessing. I always think, after knowing God, if even if God does not grant me any more blessing, but just forgive my sins, this is more than I could have ever deserved. Because the sins I have committed is far too many. Whether it's sins in my behavior, my words, or my thoughts, sometimes I would not even think about it. In Psalms 103, David reminded himself to praise God and not forget his blessings. What is the first thing that he said? Let's look at the verse 3 of chapter 103. He forgives all sins. The first thing you thought is forgiving all of our sins. Have you thought about this? If a man one day, in his behavior, words, and thoughts would only sin five times a day, he would be considered a very righteous man. And in one year, 
he would commit 1,825 sins. If this man lives until 70, and when he dies, he would have sinned 127,750 times. This is he would be considered a great sinner. So everybody who dies will be considered great sinners. But thank God. Because of the blood of his son, he has forgiven of our sins. This is the third blessing. The fourth blessing. It is a blessing of knowing the mystery of God's will. From verses 9 to 10. He made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. God allowed us to know the mystery of His will. It means He allowed us to participate in His divine plan. Thank God. We can be, we have an inheritance in God's plan. When, when the day comes, when the day comes, everything on heaven and on earth will be brought into unity with Christ. In the original language, to bring unity means to bring unity once again. Because of sin, Man was separated from God. Man was separated from others. Man was separated from himself. Man became enemies with nature. And he's also enemies with animals. And because of this sin, the world is totally chaotic. But God did not only save us, He also let us understand His will. He allowed us to become His co-workers so that this broken world will be reconciled in unity with Christ so that man will be reconciled to God. Man will be reconciled to other men and man will be reconciled to this world. And this is such a glorious thing. In the last blessing, the blessing of being made heirs. Let's look at verse 11. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. We have become his heirs. The word heir could also mean inheritance and vice versa. In Roman times, only one person could be the inheritor. 
因为只只有这个人会当承受家族隆重嘅产业。Only he could inherit or be the heir of all the family's estates。无尽就现在你出来几件啊，三个半半几下 ？No no no。Unlike today, you can divide today's inheritance。顶摆只有这个人当半几下，就只个后下当半几下。In the Greco-Roman world, there is only one heir。咱伫基咱伫基督耶耶稣内面，早最后嘅。And we are heirs in Christ。咱有通。享受上帝给咱的产业。We can receive the inheritance from God。另外，得了基业，诶，这个犯罪吃了基业。We could also translate this as receiving God's heritage。而且更加有意思。This is even more meaningful。那一方面，得到上帝给咱的产业。On one hand, we will get His inheritance。另外一方面，咱就是上帝的产业。On another hand, we become God's heritage。这有淡薄亲像夫妇的关系。This is like something with a couple。Two become one. And two will become one. Your sin will go. My sin will leave. I'll give you my heart, and I will receive yours. This is our relationship with God. And this is the relationship we will one day have with God. Thank God. This is all the spiritual blessings we will receive in heaven. We have these five blessings. The blessing of being chosen. The blessing of sonship. The blessing of forgiveness. The blessing of knowing the mystery of His will. And the blessing of being made His heirs. And the second point is the way to receive all these spiritual blessings. Look at the chapter seven, verse thirteen. You, if you hear the Lord's voice, you will be saved. 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 And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit. When Paul explained clearly these spiritual blessings in heaven, he told the church in Ephesus, "You already have these things because you have heard the message of truth." Which is the gospel that saves. You have believed in Christ. Because once you believe, you will receive the promised Holy Spirit. This verse tells us three steps. The first, heard the truth. The second step, believed in Christ. The third step, received the seal of the Holy Spirit. Anyone, If you have these three things, you can truly experience all these spiritual blessings in heaven. Let me explain it in more detail. You will be someone who is truly saved. Let me explain to you. The first step, you heard the truth. This is the first one. In Romans 10:17. 嗰件信道是对听道来，听道是对基督嘅未来。Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. 
The church must spread the message of truth. Because only the message of truth is the gospel of salvation. Some people, when they hear the gospel, they're immediately saved. Because the message of God really takes root immediately in their lives. But most people are gradually saved. What does this mean? It means they go to church for a long time and they listen to all these messages. But one day, God arrests their hearts and they are saved. But in the last days, that people will not want to listen to the truth. Let's look at 2 Timothy 4.3 For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. In the end times, people will not want to listen to the truth. They will like to listen to what they want to hear. A very popular message going around today is a prosperity gospel. Let us not blame the preachers who preach the prosperity gospel. We who do business will know. We know that we know the concept of supply and demand. If there is a demand, then someone will come up with a supply. If your clients and customers want certain things, you will provide these things for them. If there is no demand for this prosperity gospel, then no one would be able to supply it to them. So let us understand ourselves even better. Do you want to listen to the truth or do you want to hear what you want to hear? This is the first step. He heard the truth. And the second step, believed in Christ. This is the second step. Believed in Christ. Heard, heard. I sorry, heard the truth. And once you heard the truth, do you put your faith in the truth? In Matthew 13, Jesus told several parables. In the first parable, is that the parable of the sower? Why did he tell this parable? Because the first step in entering the kingdom is in believing the truth. He said that the seed is like the word of God. The sower is God. It means there's, there's no problem with the sower and the seed. 
because a seed is a word of God. But the problem lies with the soil. The soil represents man's heart. When we hear, we, we do hear. But do we believe it? Do we accept it? In this parable, there are four types of soils. There are seeds that fell upon the path. Some fell upon shallow and rocky places. Some fell among the thorns. And some fell on good soil. What does this mean? Uh, falling on the path. This represents people who do not want to listen to the truth. They really don't want to listen to it. The second, in the shallow and the rocky places. It means they temporarily, happily receive the word. But there's no root. The third, those that fell among the thorns. It means they were defeated by the anxieties and the desires for material possessions. And the last, those that fell on good soil. These are the ones that sincerely accept the word of God. With a pure heart, they accept the word. And they bear fruit. So to believe in Christ, is to listen to the, the word of God with an active and pure heart. This is the second step. This is the second step. step. The third step. Receive the seal of the Holy Spirit. Verse 14 explains this, receiving the seal, uh, everything very clearly. It says that who is a deposit of guaranteeing our faith until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. When we put our seal on something, it represents to everyone that this is mine. And when the Holy Spirit is sealed upon us, this tells the world that we are gods. He said, This Holy Spirit is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. In English, it is translated as deposit. Such as when we're purchasing something, we first give a down payment. And next time we go there, we would give the full payment. And the Holy Spirit is exactly that down payment. That one day, we will obtain all the spiritual blessings in the heavens. This is the third step. Thank God. But there is one important truth that we have to understand. If you read again, 
from verses 3 to 14. In these 12 verses, it talks about all these spiritual blessings we have in the heavens. Please focus. None of these blessings can, can be received without Christ. Without Christ, we have nothing. Let's look at a few verses. Let's look at verse, chapter 1, verse 3. In Christ, he has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. Long chong heavenly spiritual blessing see in Christ. He chose us in Mama, Christ. If, oh, sorry. Verse three. He, he, in Christ, we have received the blessings in, he, in the heavenly realms. So because it is in Christ. So everything is received in Christ. Because they see that. In verse four. That he chose us in Christ. In Christ, we were chosen to be. Predestined to his sons. In verse 5, that he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Christ, through Jesus Christ. Without Christ, we will not be chosen as his sons. In verse 7, we have redemption through the blood of his beloved son. Through the Son's blood. In verse 10, all things will be brought to unity in Christ. Unity in Christ. Unity in Christ. In verse 11, in Him we were made heirs. In Him. In Him. In verse 12, in Christ we have hope. So one thing is very clear. Without Christ, nothing, we do not have anything. In Christ. All these spiritual blessings can only be received in Christ. This is a reason why we have all these blessings. Why, why, does, this, why does this happen? Verse 13 has a best explanation for this. When a person is in Christ, it means he has heard the truth, he has believed in Christ, and he has received the seal. We can also say it in this way. A person who is truly saved by grace is a person in Christ. He has heard the truth, he has believed in Christ, and he has been sealed by the Holy Spirit. In Christ is in Christ is a very difficult term to explain. But today I'll let you know what does in Christ mean? In Christ is hearing the truth, believing in Christ, and receiving the seal. Today you have heard the truth. Do you believe it? Will you accept it? This is your decision. When your heart truly accepts the Lord as your Savior, it means believing in Christ, then the Spirit will be like a seal that will be sealed upon you. And then it will represent that you belong in Him forever. 
If you have not yet received Jesus as your Savior, today is your chance. Listen to the truth, believe in Christ, then receive the seal. Then surely you will be with Christ. May God bless you. Let's pray. He was also the angel the Sakao Chapsichat. Hogunjayatigati 这个神圣灵在这里应记在我们的心中间保证我们的救恩关上帝和我们每一个信主的人实在清楚的救恩让接受这三项代志有上帝都有基督有福音有上帝圣灵在这个人应记在我们的心内感谢上帝和我们拍